We are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. The Cheers to Comics Podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics Podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. This is Brian Wayne, the official voice of NSC Live TV, coming to you from the Cheers to Comics studio, aka Studio Cerebro, to tell you all about Hooked On Comics Super Sales. For high-grade goodies and a whole lot of laughs, make your way over to the next show with John, Mary, and the rest of the gang. Walk the enormous wall of slabs, then go through the bin room, followed by an auction. Check out John's hat too, man. Never the same hat twice. Join them for new comics on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on NSCLiveTV.com, channel 12. That's NSCLiveTV.com, your home for the best in auction action. Well, hello again, Slurds. Welcome back to the Church to Comics podcast. What we have for you here today is a very, very special creator corner. Once again, um, I've been just... Uh, <laughs> the interviews I've been able to pull lately have been pretty, pretty awesome. So uh, this particular guest here goes by the name Bradley Golden. Bradley Golden... He's an up-and-coming guy. He was in the running for Indie Creator of the Year, and this this guy knows how to write a horror comic, that's for sure. So, uh, throughout this interview, I had the chance to, to sit down and pick Bradley Golden's brain, and <laughs> the stuff I picked, I can't wait to, can't wait for you to listen to. So, so before I really just give the entire interview away, before the, the damn thing even starts... Um, yeah, one, this is, this is Bradley Golden, and also fellow member of the NSC Live TV, uh, uh, family, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we talk about all that, don't worry, <laughs> so, yes, uh, you, you, you enjoy this. And, uh, right, here we go. All right, Bradley Golden, how are you, man? I'm doing fine by myself. Um, I'm good, man. I'm excited. This is a this is a conversation long time coming. It's kind of funny how this all worked out. We talked uh, a few months ago. I backed one of your projects on Kickstarter, and then uh, through NSCLiveTV.com, the uh, Kevin hit me up and he was like, "Hey, do you know Bradley Golden?" I was like, "Yeah, I know Bradley Golden. I just backed one of his books. The dude writes some badass horror." And he said, well, he wants a channel on NSC and maybe an interview. And I said, well, I think I could accommodate that on account of we already had some sort of uh, internet introduction. So finally, the, ta- the the day is here, man. I'm happy to have you. Yeah, I'm glad to be here and I appreciate you backing, man. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, I I, I know good content when I see it. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for all of this. So, uh, um, you know, for the listeners, you know, you're an indie creator. You're up and coming. You were, uh, you know, in the running for... 
uh, indie creator of the year which is incredible that's <laughs> what an amazing <laughs> an amazing statue to be to yeah that, that, that's that's fucking awesome but um as far as the background goes like before we get into what you're doing now i kind of want to give the listeners a little bit of history as to what bradley golden's really about so as far as your uh your background with comics uh what when did comics become something uh r- really i mean a part of your life well um comic um, I actually started reading comics when I was 10. Growing wow. up, I had a real bad speech impediment. Um, my, my brothers noticed I didn't have any, any friends. And he worked at the local Jitney Jungle here, at where I live at. And he would um, bring home all types of comics, man, from the, um, the rat, from the store. When he leave, you know, leave work. It was it ranged from Superman, Batman to X Men, Spider Man, you name it. And what it did is it kept me company. Comics actually taught me how to actually speak. Wow. Whereas you know, I really couldn't say certain words without stuttering. Um, people would talk about me. Well, of course, school. You, you know, you know, you know how school is. Mm-hmm. Um, comics yeah comics pretty pretty much taught me how to speak wow man uh that's that's actually my first time hearing something like that i mean it just goes to show the power of comics everybody i mean comics have done incredible things for me too i don't know if i can go as far as to say they were able to 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 fix a speech impediment so uh, i mean that's that's incredible i I'm sorry, I'm kind of taken back by that. That's amazing. So at what point did you realize you want this to be a part of your life as far as a career goes? My freshman year in high school, I actually um, read a comic. It was called Astro City by Kurt Busiek. Okay. I hope I'm saying his name right. And by at the end of that comic, it was like a behind-the-scenes type deal where it shows the script and the um, pencils, inks, letters, colors. I was amazed at how much work it took to make an actual thing that I'm reading. And Mm. one day I'm like, well, what if I could create my own stuff? And I wrote an actual seven-page script called Legend of the Power Stance. And I Sent it to this publisher. Um, they're now defunct. Um, Delta Comics, and they um printed ash can size um comics and put them into like gas stations. Oh wow! And they actually liked my little story, and um, I got I, an artist named Tim Arnie O'Neill to do the pencils, and from from there, that's when I got my first comic book um published. And from wow. that point on, I, I just been full steam ahead that's that's awesome man so from there you got uh you got your little ash can out in the gas station which is that that's that's amazing because i mean who, who gets a comic at a gas station these days i know if i walked into a gas station i saw a comic there i don't care what it is i'm buying that motherfucker because you just uh you don't see that it's not something you see um no matter where you are i mean even really kind of Back in the day, I don't know if there was so much found in gas stations. So, wow, was, <laughs> I'm trying to picture what that would be like for myself. Sorry. Um, uh, so from there, you you start getting into Kickstarters, right? You start uh, crowdfunding your books. Yes, 
uh, the first book I um, crowdfunded was um, Victoria Black. That was within the um, Powerverse with Vince White and um, Marcel Dupree, which, I mean, good, good people, great people. But a lot of things going on with them. You know, I, I pray that he get things squared away. He pay the artists and the creators that, that work with him. I, I hope he do the right thing. But yeah, Victoria Black was the first successful Kickstarter I have ever done. Wow, man. And uh, mm-hmm. so uh, you got you get your first taste of, you know, okay, the people, the, the masses, not just the guys and the, the, you know, the, the locals, the masses, they, they like what I do. Um, at what point do you, uh, do you get hooked up with Antarctic Press? Actually, it was uh, a little bit after Victoria Black funded. Um, okay. <clears throat> I sent a um, submission out to Ben Dunn. He liked it, and at, at that point in time, he was trying to revive magazine. And he, um, like, like I mentioned, he liked it, and he wanted to um, put it in magazine anthology, but do it as a serial, serialized comic, where, you know, each issue, there's different parts in it. and. Okay. Where I got my first printed work from Antarctic Press was in magazine number three, actually. Number three and number four. All right. Right on, man. Um, <laughs> so from from there, uh, I noticed that you, you, you really start getting into the world of horror. Um, and that's yeah. something that, you know, I know we, ha- we have just a little bit of a, a limited time here. But at the same time, I really want to get into your head when it comes to, I mean, especially... It, when people are into horror, I think those are the most fascinating brains to pick. And you've clearly shown that you've got a knack for it. So uh, what, what what are your inspirations as far as the, the stories you pull from? Or not necessarily pull from the stories you write, but what yeah, what what were the stories that made you realize, okay, horror is the genre that I really want to put my foot in? Well, seeing how um, growing up, me and my, my, my mom, my, my brothers, we would every every Tuesday like rent movies. I would always pick a horror movie. Okay. And it, it ranged from Nightmare on M Street. It ranged from Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, all the way down to Child's Play, which I have, have something coming up close to that. Children um, mm-hmm. of the Corn, which is these these you know these damn kids. Oh, yes, that's um, something I definitely am looking forward I, to. I saw a show, a movie, it was called Shocker. It was a B movie. It wasn't no high, high, high grade level, whatever. It was good. I mean, it fascinated me about this guy who was put to death and was in the occult and uses, uses electricity to stalk his prey. So with that in mind, I wanted to bring the old school slasher to the modern age. All That's right. That's where the light comes in. Ah, okay. Yes, leave on the light. See, this is this was the title that uh, I mean first attracted me to your name. Uh, I I, uh, <laughs> I had the opportunity to to skim through some PDFs and uh, is this 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 book is printed correct? Yes, 
all of uh, the books, all of the files I sent you are actual printed books from Antarctic Press and comic shops around the world. Right on, man. Well, I, I so leave on the light. This is uh, a continuing series as it goes on. Or are we are we in the middle of the, the, the series or are all four issues out right it, now? It's a, actually it's a three issue miniseries. Three issue. OK, the first two issues are out now. Okay, that's 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 what I thought. I knew I wasn't. It didn't seem like uh, I had had everything that was out there compared to what was advertised. So I knew there was more to come. So right on, man. That's uh, definitely something I'm going to be looking forward to. Is there a trade that's going to be produced after the third one pops off? Yes, but it will. Um, the trade will not be published through Antarctic Press. I will um, publish it through my own company, Second Sight Studios. Okay. Um, I will be doing a Kickstarter first for the trade. And then I will focus on getting it in, 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 into Diamond through probably Caliber Comics with extra pages added. All right, cool. Um, and that's Caliber is somebody that you just kind of recently started messing with. Uh, you, uh, you've got well, uh, this this is another one that's very very interesting to me. Mississippi Zombie. Uh, you want to yeah. tell us a little bit about Mississippi Zombie? Yeah, sure. The premise of Mississippi Zombie is um, there was a, I don't want to say at that time a zombie outbreak, but there was like they this this outbreak of attacks from wild animals in the north, you know. Um, well, as things progressed, months went by and years went by, people were starting to act kind of, kind of rabbit, if, if you would. And was biting other people, and you know, they were spreading spreading the infection all over the world. Well, the lone state that have yet to endure this catastrophe was Mississippi. Okay. So the book is kind of like an Tales from the Crypt style anthology. Yes, where I, I got that immediately right off the bat, man. <laughs> as I was flipping through it, that opening part, uh, I was like, "Ah, oh, feeding the alligator!" Did, did, uh, like that whole opening beginning. I, I was, yes, yes, oh yes. man, I, it was immediately tales from the crypt. It was, oh, it felt so good. <laughs> there again, old school horror. I'm trying to bring to the modern age. Um, the way it's laid out is each story is actual a real city or town in Mississippi that tells a different story even though each story is different they're all intertwined to tell one huge tale oh okay so yeah yeah that, that's that's what I read see I, I I love something like that because if you wanted to I mean you could re really read it out of order if you really wanted to and then just know that it kind of all comes together i would imagine so yeah. it, it creates less of a commitment i guess and less of an excuse for someone to be like oh i missed something well no you, you really didn't <laughs> you just go back and you don't have to read it in order it's all just going to come together but at the same time it's its own little thing each one so i i always find that to be brilliant and i mean on a marketing level and really just uh in the eyes of a of a, of a reader it's, it's nice knowing that um if you do make a mistake and miss something you can yeah, it's it's not the end of the world. You can easily go back and you know still keep up with the next week and yeah, you you see what I'm saying here. But uh, I enjoyed it. That's for sure. From what I read, and I'm going to continue continue on with it. Uh, and this is also something that um, is is Caliber printing this. Yes, Caliber will actually print this title for 
the next five years. Oh, wow. <laughs> so this is going to go on for a while, man. That's awesome. Yes, yes, it will. That's it, it will be bi-monthly. It okay, should cool. bi-monthly unless something, you know, drastic happens. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, um, you know, one thing I want to touch on with all of your books, especially being in the horror genre, the artists that you... Uh, that you you come on with uh specifically with uh mississippi zombie you know you you're you're opting out for a colorless type of story and i always find that to be very bold and as someone that has expressed the fact that i have a hard time reading something without color i had no difficulties with this one at all so it made you decide specifically with the mississippi zombie to opt in for the the colorless type of type of uh story well let me go on record saying this. If the story is good and the artist is interpreting your story in a way where color would detract from it, why not go black? Why not? Okay. No, I'm um, sure I agree. Why not? I mean, if, if you could pull it off, if you could do it, then yeah. And then you clearly found an artist that knows how to do it. So. Uh, that's good to know. So this is something to where if maybe another artist came along that couldn't necessarily do uh, black and white, but at the same time knew how to bring the color, you would have been okay with that? I would have been, but as it is now, I, uh, me and my company are kind of refocusing our um, band on color pages. I oh. personally grew up reading comics that were actually black and white. And they were awesome. Like, wow. I could have pictured it in my head the actual black and white comics a lot more than I did the color comics. But for the sheer fact that certain black and white comics, when done right, have atmospheres that the color comics can't really um, give to you. So, you know, I, I get that actually. I, I do um, get that. that. That's why there there have been exceptions in my eyes as well. I mean, and for the for the most part, yeah, a lot of I find that a lot of stuff really could use color. But you know, you're and I mean, especially in your case, you're another one of those. You're one of those examples to where, um, yeah, it, it it can be done right, and when it is done right, it, it can be much more memorable. Uh, I've I've case in point, you um backed my um these damn kids Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. The only color you're going to see is the cover. Uh, other than that, the, the pages that I've shown were all black and white. Mm -hmm. And it's atmospheric as fuck. I'm, I'm sorry. Can I say oh, it's, oh it's, shit. This is... Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, you don't got to watch your tongue on this show, man. You're good. <laughs> okay, well, it's, it's very, very atmospheric. Like, you can actually feel the horror, feel the grit in those pages. Well, those were the pages that sold me, and like I said, I mean, if it could sell me without color, there's there's definitely something special to it. That's that's for damn sure. So I, I'm super excited. When when are we? Uh, when should we expect these damn kids to be available to the public? We should start uh, fulfilling rewards um, the middle of April or the first part of May. Cool, and man, that's right around the corner. Oh man, that's exciting. That's gonna be here before we know it. Um, and this is going to be something that's going to hit shelves as well at some point? Um, at the moment, I'm trying to find a, a home for it. Okay. With an 
Antarctic Press or who, whoever, Action Lab. Um, so I'm, I'm in the process of pitching it through different companies, but fingers crossed. Right on. Well, I mean, I know I'm definitely going to be. Uh, I'm probably going to feature. Uh, probably, I'm definitely going to feature it on the uh, on the show when I do have when I do have my copy. And then, you know, who knows, man? Maybe maybe we get the word out there a little bit more. Uh, not that this shows the, the the biggest platform in the world. I'm not saying that, but damn, man, is I, I could see this under. It's funny you said Action Lab because that was the first thing that came to mind for me was Action Lab. This feels like an Action Lab Danger Zone type of book. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, shit, best of luck. But either way, I know I'm going to get mine because I, <laughs> I backed the books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, um, did, did you have time to read um, Cold-Blooded from Horror Comics? Uh, I did. I did go through and I checked out some of the horror comics. Oh, shoot. Which one did I? Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't. Was it Cold-Blooded? Um, you know, it yeah. might not have been. It was actually exciting comics. That's what I was reading. I was reading your exciting oh. comics. Um, oh, shoot. What was her name? Uh, uh, Blackjack. Blackjack. Yes, yes. yes. That's another character that um, Antarctic Press kind of um, challenged me and my team to bring back from the 1940s. It was a domain character. Um, we decided to go a different route with it. And just make her female, you know. Um, I I read a lot of superhero comics, and I don't really see. Well, I do see female superheroes, but I don't see any female superheroes with real issues. If you know what I mean. I, I I do I I do know what you mean. There's not enough of them out right. there to where you know everything's. I mean, you're, you're not just everything's peachy keen or you know issues that are relatable. Um, you know there's yeah. like Black all my Jack, powers are going down. Like, Who the fuck can relate to that? Yeah, like Blackjack, she's a superheroine that has um, issues with her temper. Okay. So she's it, constantly battling within herself. To when she's fighting a villain or fighting a thug or whoever, to not to take it too far. Ah, yeah, and you know, you instantly kind of get that that type of feeling too as you're going through and reading this. Uh, you, you you realize that you know she's she's definitely holding back. There's not there's no smiling on her face at all, and I mean she's she's also I mean <laughs> very very capable of. I mean, it makes me wonder what would happen if she didn't hold back the way she's just handling these dudes right now. So it's, I, I don't know, you definitely sense, you get that sense of struggle for sure. It's not, she's, it's not a Hulk smash type of situation either. It's it's a different kind of, I mean, it's unique is what I'm trying to say. It's, I appreciate it. I like it a lot. Cool, cool. Um, so with exciting comics, is this something that's just going to keep going for you? Because, you know, I mean, uh, the different stories to tell, or are you just going to keep going with blackjack? Because either, I mean, either way, I'm, uh, I'm going to well, keep going with blackjack, but, um, when exciting comic in, um, it'll probably be in her own miniseries, um, through my own company. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yes. Um. Me and the team has been debating: Do we want to uh, either do it in like a do it in floppy or do it in, in in trade? I'm feeling like we need to do it in trade, since you know we're still still going with it. Put some of the older issues that people who might not know who Blackjack is, 
back and get the whole story in one sitting. Oh, that's so smart. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely thinking trade. All right. No, I, you know, and honestly, I kind of, I think as a reader, I would prefer it that way as well. And, you know, when you're when you're reintroducing a character, it's it's not very often somebody that gives you the opportunity to be like, hey, you haven't heard from this, you know, character in a long time. We're just going to kind of bring it back and expect you to know all this stuff because we don't. I mean, it's we don't want to do a whole bunch of rehash filler. But I mean, to just take the old stuff and put it into a trade and then reintroduce it that way, that's. I don't think I've ever seen that before. That's really smart. I like that a lot. That's that's. I don't see why any, someone wouldn't jump on at that point. That's the idea. Right on, man. And uh, so you want to talk about horror comics? It's kind of this. Uh, I mean, is it the same line, or is these all? I mean, these are all different stories, correct? No, with horror comics one, two, and three is um, actually my book called Cold Blooded about the ice cream man who stalks his prey, kill them, chop their body up, body up into ice, ice cream and feed oh, them shit. to the kids. Yes. Um, Thomas Wright, psychopathic killer, man. Psychopath. Oh shit. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm scrolling through this now and, um, I, I, this art style, it, it, it's, uh, it's creepy. I mean, it, it's, it's creepy. It definitely gives the tone that one needs. And oh man, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this as soon as we get off the line. This this is gnarly. I kind of wish I would have. Not that I'd, I regret reading Blackjack by any means, but I wish this would have been the one that I would have <laughs> researched going into this. This oh, looks man. like incredible. Oh, he's 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 crazy. And with issue one, um, pretty much just in- introducing the character, what he does, his personality his way of thinking you know uh in issue two we kind of see a backstory on on his life on why he is the way he is he was raised like that you know what i mean okay and in issue three is slated to come out early part of this year it's the final issue we, we see what you know we continue his origin story and we see his downfall which i can say his downfall but it gives birth to future stories, if you will. All right. So, the end, but it's not the end, if you know what I mean. Okay. Ah, yes. I love it. Open ending. <laughs> I love it. Um, oh, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm scrolling through. This is awesome. Uh, so, uh, Jesus, how, where did you find Andre Lunatic, your artist? Facebook. Facebook. Who would have fucking thought, man? Jesus. Facebook. And the artist for issue two, same place. Facebook Man. people, when I post, like I'm looking for artists, they already know me in the comic community from um, Leave on the Light, um, the first hard comics, and you know, magazine and exciting comics. So they know that I'm a um, known pro who's published, you know. Um, so they send me all, all type of artwork and samples and stuff, man. And I just, I let the story pick the artist, if you know what I mean by saying that. Okay. All right. Do you, have you ever, have you ever uh, had a submission from an artist that was kind of out of left field that inspired you to maybe, uh, or a, a style that was really unique that maybe sparked a potential story out of that? 
Have you had that opportunity? Raymond Leonard, who's the artist for the Ghost Story and Exciting Comics number seven. <laughs> art style. Some people might say it's amateurish, but if you really just sit down and look at it, it's not amateurish. It's more like um, Ryan Layfield. All right. Yeah. I said Ryan. I meant Rob Layfield. Oh, we all know what you meant. <laughs> it's 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 close to his style. Okay. All right. Right on. Well, it's 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 amazing when an artist can spark a story with a style. So that's it's nice to know that your 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 brain fires on that level too. Man, I know that we're getting down to that time. Um, shoot, uh, is, are there any of your other projects that you you want to talk about? I think we we got a lot of this covered. Let's see, we got Leave on the Light, Exciting Comics, Horror Comics, Mississippi Zombie, These Tam Kids. God, there's so much to talk about with you. You're so fucking busy. Is there anything else? What could we expect uh, from from Bradley Golden in 2020 beyond all this? Um, just your norm. Um, the the final issues for Leave on Leave on the Light coming out middle 2020 um hard comics number three is coming out first you know first part of 2020 these damn kids coming out middle 2020 and um mississippi zombie should be out this spring so that's this march through caliber comics and i'm gonna have my version of child's play called billy coming out fall of 2020 oh yeah writing that down looking forward to that yes Oh, man. Uh, and I'll be attending a lot of cons this year. Um, people can go to my Facebook page, check my schedule, you know, come on and see me. I will be doing you no know, free autographs with each purchase. That's awesome, man. Oh, that's so cool. Are, are you going to be under the Second Sight Comics banner? Are you going to be going with Antarctic Press or Caliber? Because, or, I mean, I know I that... I'll be with Caliber. I'll be with Caliber Comics on some of those. Okay, cool. But most of them I'll be under Second Sight Studio, which I, I'll have my um, Second Sight Studio comics and my Antarctic Press comics together. Right on. And this, uh, I, I, I hope we have maybe a couple of minutes to talk. I want I definitely want to talk on Second Sight Comics, because this is something that you're starting yourself. Is this? Uh, would you consider this your own publishing company? Yes. Right on. And you're going to try to get this on with Diamond, right? Eventually I am, but as it is now, if anybody have any comments they want to submit to me, they can. Okay. The way it works is um, we submit your book under our brand, well, well, under our banner, which is, you know, uh, approved to, to get published by higher up publishing company and we get them published through either Caliber or Anotic Press or Action Lab, and oh, okay. So you're like a funnel. So you know, you I, I get you. Hey, that's really smart, man. Like, uh, come to uh, uh, shit, <laughs> um, Second Sight, and yeah. yeah, from there we'll 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 find the right home for. I mean, in a, in a, on a bigger level, but in the meantime, you still have something out under the Second Sight. Hey, that's Exactly. You can't find anybody for your title. We would um, run a Kickstarter or we'll just self-publish it ourselves. We have yet to get a diamond, you know, diamond account, but that's something on on, on my to-do list. Just like 
making um, Second Sight and LLC in the next couple of months. That's my just to get it in diamond. Nice. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So you you definitely got a lot going on in 2020 for sure. This is a huh, this this has been awesome. I I I really do wish we had more time because there's 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 clearly a lot of brain to be picked here. Uh, hopefully we can get on maybe later on in the year and talk about some of the stuff more of your successes. Uh, one thing I like to do with these creators just to kind of make sure that we definitely get uh, another hunk of <laughs> another hunk of brain um, to to really just kind of figure out what's going on i like to do a quick five word rapid shot word association man just to kind of get an idea what's happening so if you're down for this i'm gonna throw out five words real quick right off the top of your head you tell us what bradley golden's thinking huh all right let's do this first word hero blackjack the ghost uh horror leave on the light Cold-blooded, Billy, the young kid. Nice. Uh, I'm loving. I'm loving where you're going with this publisher. Caliber Comics and Arctic Press, Action Lab, Second Studio. <laughs> nice. Um, onomatopoeia. What? 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 What's your word? Onomatopoeia. Ooh. This is the one that gets everyone. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. Yeah. I'm stuck. I mean, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. There's so many to choose from. There's so many to choose from. See, my, my, mine's as basic as it could be, man. And it, it's just always pal. Pal is the first one that comes to mind for me. So any anybody that says anything beyond pal, I'm impressed with. But yeah, no, my, my brain shuts down too when when some when that question's thrown at me. Um, last word, villain. Billing. Yeah, villain. What's who's your oh, bad guy? The claw. The from claw. The I'm bringing him back. Oh shit! Damn man, yeah. that's a that's a deep cut. The claw. I'm bringing them back from the 1940s, Daredevil comics. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Oh man, this is great. I'm so glad I do this. Yeah, no, this definitely gives us a little bit of insight of what the hell's going on in that brain of yours, man. Um, I know that you've got to go. Uh, we've we've kind of gone past our time a little bit. Uh, you got any advice for the the up and coming listeners before before you take off? Yes. Um. Don't talk about wanting to do a comic, create, create a comic, do it. Well said, sir. You got anything else? I want to thank everybody who backed these damn kids, made success for Second Sight Studio. And I also want to thank everybody for checking out my other titles, Leave on the Light and Hard Comics with Antarctic Press. And I want everybody to stay demented. Man, I, I love that. That what a, what a going out call. Um, this has been an absolute pleasure, pleasure, Mister Golden. Demented. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're all a little demented. At least I'm sure my listeners are. Um, man, this has been an absolute pleasure. I I hope to have you back again soon. I know that you're a busy guy. You got to get going. So I'm gonna let you do that. Uh, thank you so much, man. No problem. Thank Thank you for having me on. Sure thing, Bradley. Cheers, man. 
Well, there you have it. Another creator corner in the books. Uh, it was kind of disappointing, I'm gonna say, the fact that I couldn't spend more time talking with Bradley. I know that there was so much to pull from. I really like picking apart the brains of horror creators, and man, that, that limited time frame, I found out I had 30 minutes. I was like, oh shit. Um, <laughs> Alright, I gotta do this quick. So I, I, it's really just the cliff note version, but all in all, uh, I found Bradley to be a very interesting person. Uh, I was, I'm, I'm glad I got to talk to him. He's a, you know, proud member of the NSC Live TV family. I think he's channel 104. Uh, is that right? Hold on, I got that. 103. Yep, channel 103 on NSCLiveTV.com. So, uh, yeah, I hope, I hope you enjoyed this uh, as much as I did, and despite the, it's, well, lack of length, if you will. But it's not the size of the podcast, it's the um, girth of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, with, uh, <laughs> with all of that being said, I would like to remind you to support this podcast. Uh, support this podcast like you would any indie creator. Uh, do so by becoming a patron. Our patrons, I say our, it's my show, I'm the only guy working on here, that's why I need a Patreon page, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, th this, this show, it it does, it, it, it loves, loves its patrons, and it, it's nothing but appreciation, every dollar that's, that's donated is is put to good use believe me this this show's not easy to make it's not cheap to make there's a, a lot of stuff that goes into purchasing content for this so um all of that goes goes towards the the, the show and yeah it just leads to bigger and better things I, I really am i'm really pushing this i'm trying to get this youtube channel going again and i need to be able to pay an editor to do it because as of right now i just don't have the time in my schedule you know three episodes a week uh, that's, that's, that's a lot as it is, so to be able to edit video on top of all that, I just, mm, I'd much rather pay somebody to do it. So that's, that's another way the Patreon page comes in. So if you are a fan of the YouTube channel, hey, remember when the videos used to be up? That was fun, right? <laughs> yeah, let's get that going. Uh, if you don't want to support the show financially, that's cool. Uh, I'm judging you, though. Uh, but well, beyond that, you, you leave, leave reviews, leave a review. I know it may seem useless and pointless and, uh, just like data collecting or whatever. I, I get you, but that's not the case. When it comes to these indie podcasts, these five-star Apple reviews are fucking huge. Uh, there's, there's no underplaying it. I'm not exaggerating. They, they mean the world of this podcast and any five-star review you leave, leave, leave all the feedback you want. Say whatever the fuck you want in the comment. You know, I'd like it to be honest, of course, but, you know, whatever. Uh, I may even read it on, on an episode. Who knows? So, uh, yeah, uh, but those five-star reviews, I can't stress enough, even if you are a patron. You know, a patron and a five-star review? Shit. Uh, you the man, the woman, the listener. <laughs> whatever. You're, you're fucking awesome, just know that. So, yes, well, that's, yeah, plugs over. Um, as always, NSC Live TV is the place to go for for uh, auction action, or as they like to say, you're home for the best in auction action. So, <laughs> I love him, man. And Bradley himself, Bradley Golden himself, was a member of the NSC, is, still is, a member of the NSC Live TV family. So, uh, yeah, remember to check him out, Channel 103, Cheers to Comics, Channel 34. Um, I, Brian Wayne, may have a couple of other channels popping up here soon, just waiting for a couple of extra hours in the work week to... To, to open up for me able me to be able to 
produce some shit proper. So, yes, that's it. Plug's done. Show be over. It's been a podcast. You slurds have been awesome. I bet. I can't really tell, but I would imagine you're awesome. <laughs> you read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Good day. I'm Ken. And I'm Steve, and we're the hosts of the Nerd Cantina Show, where nerd culture and society intersect. Whether you come for entertainment news or some space and science talk, we are here to keep you informed on weekly nerd topics and discuss how they affect us as a society. As well as having in-depth interviews in our Cantina Conversation and Fight Me Fridays. Just like any Cantina, we want you to join in on the conversation. From our blog at thenerdcantina.com, our voicemail line, or our closed Facebook group at thenerdcantina.com forward slash community, where we really get to interact with our fans. So pull up a stool and get involved in our community.